0: fighting, fucking, crying, drinking, squirting, judging, ranting, camping, writing, thinking, scheming. This is the way, this it's the way, way that we live. It's the way live. that we and I,
1: oh, 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 oh. Hello, I'm Reese. And I'm Carly. And this is To to Ellen Back. Back. And we're we're back. back. (laughs) (laughs) The route to Ellen Empire Strikes Back.
0: And we're back. And we're back in the habit. We're back in the habit, Sister Act 2, back in the habit. (laughs)
1: This Um, is a
0: Sister Act podcast. This is, we changed things up for this season. Season Mm -hmm. 5 of The L Word is actually, we're just going to be talking about the Sister Act movies.
1: Yeah, we're splitting them, both films, into two parts. Yeah. Um, and so it'll be four episodes total. Um, and if you have any special feelings <laughs> about like which sister act do you like better, um, I know what the right answer is, but, you know, everyone can, you know, you can weigh in have their own <laughs> opinions. Um, so, yeah, we'll be doing that. Um, but I think like for today, we'll talk about, I guess, an episode of the program of the program, The L Word, which aired on yeah. Showtime.
0: Yeah, on um, Showtime. Mm-hmm. Um, hi, everyone. We're back. We were gone for a few weeks. We were, yeah. Um, I feel rejuvenated by my time away. Um, you do? And I feel, I mean, not in, I feel rejuvenated specifically in re- terms of this podcast. Like, I'm like <laughs> excited to dig into right. season five and I'm mm-hmm. really, I feel really good about it. Uh, in yeah. terms of my life in general, I do not feel at all rejuvenated in any sense of the word. But as far as this <laughs> goes and the L word goes, I feel
1: rejuvenated
0: um, and ready, raring to go
1: that's so exciting.
0: Yeah, it's great. Um, I do great. feel
1: rejuvenated about this and um, terrible about everything else. Exactly, exactly. So. Uh, just like a, like a general really, like, bad. really bad feeling about most things Yeah. aside from this. So this is great. Glad yeah. we're back. Here we are in this little place. Speaking of things that are good or bad, we're having a fundraiser at autostradle.com because we uh, still haven't sold a lot of ads this year. <laughs> And we just want to exist for the rest of the year. And so we just got to raise this money and then the podcast and we can have the podcast for all of you because the podcast costs money and it will continue till the end of the year and everyone will be very supportive of it. And we know that we had a fundraiser earlier this year and that some of you donated and gave us your names for us to read on air. We're going to do it this time. We're going to do that. We're going to do it at the end so that you have to listen all the way to the end. Yep. (laughs) We're incentivizing listening to this episode. Right. I mean it'll be good. Like you'll wanna you'll wanna do it because it's funny and we're really funny and smart and stuff. I'm sure we'll have really cool <laughs> things to say when it comes to that, right. that part. But so stay tuned and also we're having a fundraiser right now. biz. Um check it out. It would be really great if you could contribute, especially if you have not contributed before. Cause this shit ain't free, ladies and otherwise identified people. It's not free. <laughs> uh it's I think I would say it's it's um
0: now more than ever. It is crucial to support an independent (laughs) uh, site that is created by and for queer people, specifically Mm -hmm. queer women and non-binary people. And um, I think that, you know, Autostraddle has just done some really incredible stuff this year and I think that supporting it is important. And I'm not just saying that because I want to continue making this podcast. Uh, It's bigger than that. It's bigger than me. You know,
1: it's (laughs) not about me. First of all, thank you for all the nice things you just said about Autostrattle. This is a podcast um, where we recap every episode of The L Word, a television program about women who love women, Um, Mm -hmm. and also one trans guy who they're all really mean to. In this episode, even. It continues here. Oh, my God. All right. Do you want to give us the the official infos?
0: Yes. We are kicking off season five today, episode 501, entitled LGBTs, which, (laughs) wow, what a title. Also, my favorite lube. (laughs) Um, It was written by none other than Eileen Shaken and directed by our Mm. fave, Angela Robinson. Yay. Yay. Uh, It originally aired January 6, 2008. We have officially landed in 2008 um, in our exploration of queer history, which is this podcast. So
1: congratulations to us and to the year 2008. So just so everyone knows, this will now be officially we're entering this period of time where Carly and I are talking about the same thing again.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Because we also
1: did this together in 2008. I mean, not Mm -hmm. a podcast, but I recapped and it was like quotes. Yes. And we watched it together. Yes. I was gonna like reread my recap. Just to, I'm gonna read my recap after and see if we make any of the same jokes that oh we made my in 2008. Oh god! I'm gonna. Oh, I can't wait to do that. Oh my
0: god! <laughs> I mean, probably we will make some of the same jokes, and that's yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I think every yeah, episode is. we
0: should say all the jokes that we duplicated from the previous. Yeah,
1: week. there was one in here that I remember that you that you did, but we'll talk about it. We'll talk oh, about it. Wow! Oh, this is okay. so fun. All right, and just so you know, we celebrated on the premiere night of this episode. We were at the W Hotel at a party. <laughs> A birthday party for our friend and carly was the dj um and we had a lot oh, <laughs> of things happening God. around that that were very interesting that you can read all about when my book is completed and sold and available in stores i can't yeah. wait to read it um and relive <laughs> a
0: really wild time period
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: should yeah. we uh, get into episode 501 let's do it all right
1: Well, we open in um, the L word being so out of ideas that it's just doing itself. It's just going to do itself again. This um, is one of the most
0: self-referential things I've ever seen on a television program.
1: Mm-hmm. So Jenny is writing her screenplay of her book, Lay Girls. So, th- so there's <laughs> Nina, Bev, and Sean. You, yes. you all know who. We all know There,
0: Jenny's bad attempt at making new names for everybody.
1: Yeah, I did... Do a check to see if they are wearing the exact same outfits they wore in the original. Interesting.
0: I They looked familiar, but I did not take the time to go back and check. This is basically, like, Jenny's, like, ridiculous version of the party scene from the pilot. Uh-huh. Which is honestly hilarious. Like, this is right. very funny. Uh-huh. Her version of it is that Bev, Nina, <laughs> and Sean are, like... Lugling. Like, yeah, like... Crazy like cartoon character with drool and heart eyes kind of thing. Like it's so over the top and wonderful. Wow, she is something. Mm Mm-hmm. She is fucking hot. Do you think she could be? Mm. No, no, no. Too pretty, too feminine. I don't know. I'd be happy to uh, taste the fruit, feel it, section it, and squeeze the juice with her. Get in line, sister. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry, baby. As long as you share with me. My question in this scene, which will be answered soon, is I okay. thought Jenny was fired from writing this movie, but we'll get mm-hmm. to
1: that. Right. But then you like one good fruit metaphor was probably all she needed to get her foot right back into the door. Exactly. Of this thing. Um, there is a, a thing that they say about Jenny and they involve fruit in the conversation. Um, and I couldn't eat fruit after that. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I'm actually currently
0: swearing off fruit purely because mm-hmm. of, of this episode that I watched yeah. today.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to peel it, section it, and squeeze the juice with, no. Um, no, with no, her no. Or with anyone at this no. point. No, 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 no.
0: Did you find Jenny's uh, fake typing to be very slow?
1: <laughs> well, she was thinking. Sure. sure, 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 sure. She was inventing things in her head because these are just interpretations of people. Of course, of course, of course. So then
0: we have our favorite theme song, and I think there are some updated shots from season four here, but I was going to see if you uh, did any analysis.
1: Um, my analysis, it looks like I wrote no poppy in all caps. Yeah. <laughs> That's it.
0: There was like, it looked like like maybe like a new shot of uh, a couple characters had like newer
1: shots oh, yeah? it looked
0: like uh, maybe or I'm just like totally not remembering where we left things in season four, which is also absolutely possible.
1: Then we go to, a, it looks as though um, Bette and Tina are attempting to get Angelica into an elite preschool. An elite preschool. And this specific elite preschool apparently has an admissions advisor who, like, hates sure. her job. Yeah,
0: she like, doesn't seem happy to be around parents or children. Right. Uh, like, so I think uh, she's she should looking find at a new them. career.
1: Yeah, she's looking at them like she's so miserable. She and, hates And them. skeptical. And I'm like, L- first of all, look at these beautiful women. They both look great. You.
0: Their beautiful baby like, just made a moon puzzle. Um, their beautiful baby who's clearly a
1: genius, right? Yeah, she is a genius. We all we saw her grow up. She's genius. She's gay. She's a and that genius. Means she's smart.
0: And all gays are smart except for the ones yeah. who aren't. And also, Angelica mm-hmm. picked up sign language without yeah. having to learn it like Beth did in an hour. And so, um, <laughs> she's a genius. Yes, she didn't have that you know time. the movie Baby Geniuses is about Angelica. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, it is. It's actually, yeah. you know the movie Baby Driver. Mm. also about Angelica is it about when she's driving in Gen Q Mm -hmm. yeah Um, it's the follow-up to look who's talking
0: to which is Mm. about
1: um, Angelica who's a baby who talks
0: yes I remember that I think I saw it in Uh theaters and I was
1: like wow Angelica you're doing great (laughs) yeah and now here she is thriving and this woman who's like sitting there listening to them is really annoyed yeah is like do you have a deaf family member like as though this is like an inquisition and then they have to confess That they have a friend. But we all know the truth. The truth is that the deaf family member, the deaf friend, is actually the deaf girlfriend. Exactly. Because these two are not currently together. They are
0: not. Despite all of Tina's best efforts throughout (laughs) the course of this episode. Right. Um, They certainly seem together. They sure are acting together. Uh Uh-huh. Which is, it's nice to see them getting along and, like, being able to be in the same room (laughs) a lot. Um, That was actually really nice. But yeah, this woman that's talking to them, call her Shania because she is
1: not impressed very much. (laughs) Then they go outside and they run into these gay dads. Oh, they hate the gay dads. And the gay dads hate
0: them. It's great. Mm -hmm. And they say that
1: their kid's going to get in because he's um, half Jewish, a quarter Latino and a quarter Chinese and they're Christian and Muslim, which just perpetuates the idea that (laughs) it's fine. I won't go off. But I was annoyed by it. <laughs> uh, Tina literally says we scored diversity
0: points for being lesbians. Yeah. So um, and then basically both couples just list all of their diversity Olympics credentials. Yeah. Right. It's um, upsetting. And these men are friends with David Geffen.
1: Yeah, which is ugh. and they already spoke with Rowena, which is a street. It's a street name. Yeah. So. Good job. Good job. Good You take taking it to the streets, guys. I bet you Idiot. went to yogurt land. I bet you guys Pinkberry. thought you
0: were talking to a person and you
1: weren't. You weren't. You were just at the 7-Eleven on Rowena. Good job. That's not nice. going to help get your son into this elite school. No, it's not. Did he make a puzzle today? I bet he no. did not. He didn't. Anyway, Shh. Angelica should get in. I have no memory of how this ever I truly out. do not remember. I just honestly remember
0: Angelica being a teen. At this point, um, so it's very confusing in my head that she's still a baby. Prison. Then we go.
1: <laughs> prison. This is a, a little a Hollywood prison. The back lot now, um, of the studio prison. Helen is in jail because, if you mm-hmm. recall, she stole
0: Catherine's money at the end of right. last season. Um, she's getting her mugshot taken. She has to turn in the approximately 372 pieces of jewelry she is currently wearing. Um mm-hmm. a song by The Gossip is playing in the scene called Listen Up. Love The Gossip, oh, cool. big fan. Um Helena gets scripture searched. It's all like, you know, like things you think are a prison but are just a film, you know? It's yeah. like these like tropes. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um
0: and then I wrote in my notes Orange is the new Peabody, which I'm personally very proud of.
1: Yeah. And then um <laughs> then in her and then and then speaking of prisons that are just in a movie. Helena walks down the like hallway of jail cells and they all like cat. They all are cat calling her. Oh, God. Um, and uh, so that's how that went for her. So Helena's in jail.
0: I would love to understand the layout, like the map of the prison that in order to get anywhere, you have to walk through a hall of inmates mm-hmm. who are all attractive and are all whistling at you and cat calling yeah. you because we see that it again works. later when yeah. her friends show up. So what? True.
1: OK, Sure. Anyway, the planet. We haven't been to the planet for so long. Oh, my God. We're back at
0: the planet with like a totally normal friend group, which is Shane, Alice, Max, and Phyllis, which is like definitely a group of people <laughs> that normally hang out together and are very close.
1: Right. right. Well, Alice has a new show. Um, it's called... It's a podcast. <laughs> well, it's a video podcast. It's a video podcast. It's called and like, Alice in Lesboland.
0: Alice in Lesboland, which is a funny name and also a terrible name. Hmm. Um, here's what's happening. Max, who is a computer programmer, is Uh now shooting a video interview with a camera and with headphones and he's doing everything um, Mm -hmm. in the middle of the day at The Planet, which is a loud cafe that they have not shut down, which is for Alice's podcast, which, as we know, is an audio medium. Yes, I know that in 2008, (laughs) there was such a thing as video podcasts, but I don't really subscribe to that way of thinking.
1: But if we don't acknowledge that,
0: we're going to just we're going to continue talking (laughs) about this. We're doubling down on our own. Like personal, just ignorance. <laughs> like we refuse to admit that you can call a bunch of videos a podcast because you can't. Yeah, um, that's what that's kind of the stance that this podcast here, again, an audio medium, because you cannot uh-huh. see either of us right no. now. Uh, that's put, the stance you'd we're be taking. Be excited
1: because we look great.
0: Yeah, I haven't showered today, but somehow I do look great. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> Phyllis is going to be the guest on Alice's podcast, which is again being filmed in a. L- a, a loud cafe mm-hmm. in the middle of the day. It's for our chart. It's for our chart. It's a biweekly podcast.
1: Correct. Um, Meanwhile, yeah. Shane has to go look at apartments with Paige. Yeah. And uh, everyone thinks that's a bad idea because yep. when sees sees Shane with Page. I see Shane on fire. Oh. Uh-uh. Oh. What yeah. is that
0: foreshadowing? Oh, my God. <gasps> it is. <laughs> i like to think it is i like to think there are no coincidences Because later in the episode
1: shane just bursts into flames yeah well it's or she's wearing a dress she's like the girl the girl on fire yes when shane is
0: on that talk show with the man with the blue hair and she spins (laughs) in a circle and then Uh her dress catches on fire but in like a show yeah
1: yeah um that was an incredible scene
0: i can't wait Mm -hmm. to talk about that scene when it comes up
1: so um that's gonna be weird then we go to jail (laughs) back to jail helena is really really on a journey
0: Man, she's yeah. on a journey down the hallway. She's on a journey to meet her cellmate. Her cellmate um, is
1: Dana's trainer from previous <laughs> seasons. <laughs> yeah. Also, Eileen Shaken's trainer in real life. Oh uh, her God. name her is arms, Lucia Riker. Her arms are incredible. Mm-hmm.
0: She is in great shape. I'm kind of disappointed that Helena didn't immediately try to get with Go her. Go for it. Yeah. yeah. That's What upsetting. else are they going to do? She's in prison. She has free,
1: a lot of free time. But of course, Helena is immediately terrified of this woman who greets her by just cracking all of her knuckles. And also, for some reason, the decor in their cell is like looks like pictures you would see at like a tattoo parlor of like tattoos. Yes. did yes, you notice? Very
0: that? interesting. It's like, is that a scorpion? Yeah, and it was a scorpion.
1: <laughs> Wasn't several
0: roses probably? Yeah,
1: a nautical yeah. star. Maybe they're gonna do some stick and pokes.
0: Oh, uh, I would love for Helena to have a cool tattoo when she leaves prison. I just think oh. that would make her. So much more interesting.
1: She, well, Helena, the first thing she says, which is a great thing to see, say when you first arrive in jail as a privileged white woman. I don't mm-hmm. expect I, I'll be here very long. It, we've been trying to get hold of my mother, you see. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here at all. You know, I'm, I'm sure that as soon as we get in touch with her, I'll be like, Ooh.
0: Yeah, she's, she's just, essentially, she tells her cellmate, we're not cellmates so much as I'm just here for a brief visit. Yeah. Um, because once mummy uh wire, wires the funds for my bail, mm-hmm. um, I'll get to leave. I just want to know what Dana's trainer did. <laughs> I like to think that after Dana died, her uh-huh. trainer was like, Oh my god, I'm so upset. And also she was my like favorite client and mm-hmm. I, now I can't be a trainer anymore. And I think that she I don't know what she did, but now she's in
1: prison. But just so you guys know. This actress has been dubbed by the press the most dangerous woman in the world. Whoa. She speaks four languages. That's what's dangerous about her. Mm Mm-hmm. She's a kickboxer and she is a, yeah, she's like a fighter. She's a martial arts fighter in real life. Awesome. Yeah. So that's, I love this for her and for us. Yeah.
0: Yep, yep, yep. I just like her arms and just want more scenes of her arms.
1: Yeah. That'd be great. You know what my favorite part of college was? Tell me, um, it was when I looked at my lesbian website and saw the chancellor of my university talking about what amazing sex she's having oh my with her girlfriend. God. I was I like, "You're so, so real to that, you know? know? Like yeah, so yeah, down I was like, to earth." Uh uh-huh. Yeah, I was like, "Thanks so much." Like now, I feel like we're really on the same level, and so I, I was so excited uh, to see the planet representing this exact same scenario that happens all the time. Where always. Phyllis is going on a television, uh, a podcast video uh, a po- I mean, uh, with, Alice, <laughs> with Alice uh, to talk about um, her l- becoming a late in life lesbian. And also, she's learning all of this new lingo, <laughs> like you um, hauling. Yeah. Like she uh, says that uh, sex with Joyce Wishnia um, is a postgraduate
0: thesis, you know.
1: <laughs> and Alice is like, whoa. Uh,
0: Wait. hang on a sec. There, yeah. Alice is like, mm, okay, and Phyllis <laughs> is like, oh, honey, you're sweet, but you're like a little vanilla. Yeah, um, and then and she Alice... explains vanilla to her. Vanilla,
1: really? Vanilla, vanilla sex. Uh, conventional sex. Um, what the culture regards as standard or regular sex. Which is, and Alice is like, I know what that means. <laughs> it was very funny. Yeah, um, this is kind of this is this part of this whole thing is cute and funny.
0: I enjoy. I I like that Phyllis is taking notes.
1: Yeah, um, I do. I
0: enjoy that. They have a cute little interview. Yeah, and then we go to see the super smart decision, which is Shane and Paige looking at apartments.
1: Yeah, but at least they're looking at two G because that's like that's the, the best, best unit. unit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna finance the hell out of this best unit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's closest to the pool. I mean, and that's my friends. I believe that that is a it is a L shaped or a you know U it's shape. a square, or a square. U, shape. U shape exactly U shape so I think that um, oh, everything on the first floor is kind of equally close to the pool
0: I think this realtor's full of shit because yeah. uh, immediately after they look at the apartment she tells Shane mm-hmm. that she knows like a hundred of her exes and names them all by name yeah. Yeah. Lisa Pantolini says to say hi oh Lisa really oh we'll give her my best till I say hi back who's right. that is she a girl I used to know way back when
1: I know Lacey as well. Oh well, yeah, Lacey, of yeah, course. And I know Brandy Delaney and Megan. Brandy Delaney. Oh, I re- yeah, Brandy and, and, and oh yeah, and Megan too. Yeah, including Lacey, um, who we all
0: remember, who we all and remember, love. and we all love very much. Yes. Um So it gets really awkward, and mm-hmm. um, I should also want to point out that Shane is wearing a red shirt and Paige is wearing a hot pink shirt, and mm-hmm. it's just. Um, I feel like visually that's like they were going for like, this is a mismatch, this couple. Mm, Like, look how when they stand next to each other, it's hard to look at because of the colors of their shirts.
1: Right. Except for that. Also, I think that Paige's cleavage looked great. Agreed. Paige looked radiant and just like beautiful. As
0: always. As always. Also, I was just like staring at the pool and kind of started zoning out because all I want to do is be like swimming in a pool.
1: And so this was like hard to watch for like me. If you guys thought I wanted a friend with a pool before this. Oh boy. Who do I want a friend with the pool now? Oh boy. Both of us do. Oh God. Cause there's a public pool that I went to all the time last summer Mm -hmm. and now it's closed. Yeah. So anyway,
0: this realtor is like extremely inappropriate and I think she should not have this Mm -hmm. job i think they should fire her um and then she clearly wants shane to fuck her and Mm -hmm. uh that's that's weird but is it (laughs) then we're back with more transphobia awesome did you think we left transphobia behind in
1: season four you were wrong This time, first of all, what the fuck? Phyllis doesn't know what the T stands for. This is how this started. She's like, I don't know. She's uh, writing a graduate sex thesis and she doesn't know how to find out what the T means and she doesn't already know what the T means. What? So, first of
0: all, Alice is like, the CU LGBT Student Union, you should pay them a visit, Phyllis. (laughs) First of all, my initials being CU, I thought that this was the Carly Houston LGBT Student Union, which I said. (laughs) It was. Yes, of course. Thank you so much. I'm honored <laughs> to have this name after me. Just it was a big, it was a big scene for me personally. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, Phyllis has not paid them a visit because she doesn't know what the T stands for.
1: What? Uh, and then um, Alice tells her that T is for the um, T-slur. <laughs> the T-slur, like Max. And then we get. And more of this like annoying propaganda that about how lesbians feel God. about trans men insofar as they're like, oh, and, you know, Phyllis asks if he's had the surgery and he says he went to San Francisco, but then he decided not to do it because he didn't want to lose sensation in his nipples, which is oh. the writers of this program telling you that mm-hmm. they don't think that um, anyone should have top surgery, basically, because um, I zero percent of me believes that that's the, the decision
0: Max would make. I am going to agree with you as a person of top surgery experience. (laughs) Right. Which is a phrase I just came up with and I really enjoy. Um, (laughs) This is enraging.
1: It's not a thing.
0: It is propaganda from the writer's room. Absolutely agree Mm -hmm. with you. Yeah. He said he, he, then he says he felt enough of a guy as is without the surgery, which is, of course, everyone's individual right and journey, of course. But I think that this, because of, losing nipple sensation thing is ridiculous Mm -mm. uh also
1: i didn't really max didn't uh in what we've seen of him i didn't see that he was really comfortable with having his body um touched in certain ways so
0: he seemed so 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 uncomfortable with any upper body anything in all the scenes Mm -hmm. we've seen of him that um this is just very hard to believe for his character
1: i don't buy it
0: nope he also starts the when when he corrects Alice's use of the the T word the slur. Mm-hmm. Um, he calls himself transgendered, <laughs> past tense, mm-hmm. um, which is just a, a linguistic pet peeve. But
1: right, whatever. That's again comes from the writers' room. So mm-hmm. fuck you guys. Um, Phyllis asks what top surgery is. Yeah, <laughs> and Alice had been like, "That's how." You become a top. You get top surgery. Yeah. And then have <laughs> written it down and then used it appropriately. And that would have been And then it would have been so funny. <laughs> um, then we have... Um, oh, God. Okay. First of all, just to rewind a minute, um, Alice said that this show was for bisexuals, sapphically inclined ladies, and their friends. That's what she, that's what she said her show was for, correct? Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, that is correct. She said that several minutes ago in she this did. episode.
1: Several minutes ago. We're only on scene eight here, okay? And that yeah. was in scene, We're- I don't know, two? Two, three, three something. Who even knows? A a smaller number than eight. Exactly. And she says that they're getting off topic because they're talking about trans stuff, which they've been doing for, I don't know, 30, 45 seconds.
0: And also this happened because they ran out of room on the tape. Remember recording things on tapes? And Max said he had to change the tape. So really, um, this is just Alice being really shitty.
1: Yeah. There's so many things about this conversation that annoyed me. And I'm sure there's things things that annoyed you. I'll just, I'll start with one and then you can say one that annoys you. Oh my God, this is so fun. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So first of all, when Alice says that, no, they're getting off topic. And then Max's argument is like, it's our chart. Doesn't that suggest it's inclusive because the word is our chart. And like, not really like a name can mean anything. What should make it inclusive Mm -hmm. is that first of all, um, even if it is just for lesbians and bisexual women, trans women are part of that. So talking about trans people is not getting off topic. Exactly. And secondly, she earlier said it was for basically the whole community and that includes trans men and non-binary people. And so the fact that his argument was like, the argument they gave him to say was like about whether or not it was our chart. Like that doesn't make sense. That's not, there's so many other arguments to make. Yeah. you Going
0: like going on the specifics of the name of the site didn't really need to happen. There's so many, so many other arguments.
1: Yeah, I think, I mean, I think it, there's nothing that about this conversation that made sense. It didn't feel like anything a trans guy would say. It doesn't really feel like anyone. No. They obviously weren't trying to sell us on the idea that Max should be part of this community. even No, are absolutely. Employing him to. Yeah,
0: that's what I was going to. I was just thinking like, come on guys. So Max quit his full-time terrible job, but that he was making great money at to go yeah. work for Alice's website uh-huh. and make very little money. Correct. And she knows that he is a trans man, though Mm -hmm. she does seem to have a lot of issues with that. So now she's just creating a hostile work environment for her one employee and someone that's supposed to be her friend. Like she is such a shitty person.
1: Yeah, you're correct. That's correct. And uh, Max deserves better. However, I do think that he looked really cute in his uh, little raglan shirt. I liked it. Love a raglan. He looked
0: great. (laughs) And then Tasha calls tasha calls she called to tell alice that she can't talk right now <laughs> it is a very short phone call <laughs> and alice won't let her get off the phone until she says out loud that she loves her mm-hmm. and then alice is sad
1: so and, alice is still also respecting tasha's boundaries
0: yeah oh my god right like ugh. I'm like sh- um she's kind of on an army base in the midst <laughs> of don't ask don't tell can you please stop this I thought we've been through this already. Alice yeah. doesn't remember a single thing that happened in season four.
1: Nope. Bad episode of Alice and Les Bolan, if you ask yeah, me. Yeah, not a good
0: episode. It was not just a good episode.
1: Phyllis talking shit about Al- Alice's be- bed- bedroom behavior and, and then, then transphobia. The transphobia. <laughs> off topic, off topic transphobia. Um, <gasps> meanwhile, oh. in this planet, um, in another part of this massive interior, Exposition
0: time, exposition time. Oh my God, it's I love exposition. exposition time. Oh my God, not only exposition time, but guess what? We've got a party this episode. <laughs> my yes! two favorite things. We've got a party where everyone will be in the same room with music and uh-huh. exposition scene right now. So, Bet and Tina uh-huh. are now at the planet and they sit with mm-hmm. Kit. And Kit got a postcard from Jenny. She did. Bett and she Tina did not get weird. postcards from Jenny. They did it. Kit says that she's in Playa del Carmen.
1: And then Beth says, Playa del Carmen, that's not nearly far enough away. Which yeah. was wonderful. Right. This has never cleared up, but did she just take her raft to Mexico? I think
0: the implication is that she sailed from <laughs> Helena's beachfront huh. estate with Catherine. She sailed to Mexico, to okay. Tulum, which is on the east side right. of Mexico. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. So, but then Tina's like, I have to leave and go to a production meeting for Les Girls. But what? then why did you come to the coffee shop? <laughs> you sat us, down.
1: You came inside and us, sat down. She had something to tell us. She wanted to tell us that a hedge fund billionaire, billionaire is financing the movies and he fired Kate. And also, bet thanks Kit for watching Angie, which is how we find out. That Kit has finally broken up with Angus, and for some reason, it's like it's my fault you don't have a Manny. No, it's not. It's Girl, his fault. No. This is upsetting. I'm. I feel like Aunt Hazel's.
0: You're way too hot to be a papa. I, oh, it's 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 Hazel's and Angus's fault. Hazel, I feel I like Kit forgotten about you. I want Kit to go to see a therapist or mm-hmm. something because I not I don't want her to think that this is her fault. This is not. This makes me very unhappy.
1: Yeah. Also, her um, necklace is bananas.
0: Yes. I also think it's great that a cis straight white billionaire fired yeah. the lesbian director of the lesbian movie. I just think despite all the personalities involved, I just think that thing, that situation is mm-hmm. just wonderful.
1: Although he did hire another lesbian to take her spot.
0: Well, we'll get to that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll get to that. First, we have then, to go back to
1: the apartment.
0: We also find out that Jody is coming back tomorrow night. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, just a lot of really important exposition happens here. And I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to miss any of it. you know, to recap. <laughs> yeah, So I then we go the to the apartment.
1: Jared loves it. He's standing. They're standing in the apartment. And they're like, there's obviously like a balcony outside of it, like behind the curtains. Or for some reason, but for some reason, they're standing on the other side of the curtains. Like Jared's like, oh, the pool's right out there. And it's like, dude, like walk out there. Like, why? Why are you standing behind the curtains? I don't know why this is annoying me. Or that there were boxes in it. Or that it was a bad apartment. Well, none of that really matters.
0: And you know (laughs) why. Um, It's because uh, she's like, let's go look at your room, Jared. And we all know exactly what is about to happen here. Shane's fucking the horrible, inappropriate Mm wheelchair. Jared doesn't see anything, uh, Mm -hmm. which is great. Because that would have been truly terrible.
1: (laughs) Yeah. As is this. um, Actually, you know what? I would say uh throughout this episode that shane is not really on character in general yeah shane is like really kind of weird in this episode yeah i think it's just this episode i think it changes as the season goes on but like it was very like i i mean obviously she has we all know she has like a cheating problem blah 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 but like would she fuck a girl in the apartment that her no she wouldn't that's insane like (laughs) wild wild
0: like, I won't ugh, I won't even get to, like, how irritating this whole storyline is until later. Yeah. But, like, right. this is so annoying. Super. So, okay, this scene is just, this next scene is, like, a real gem. Tina <laughs> arrives late to her meeting, mm-hmm. and she goes in to find her boss, Aaron, who we all hate, William, the eccentric hedge fund billionaire played by the great Wallace Shawn, who yes. he was
1: in last season, right? No, that he's new this season. And when we were watching this episode the first time... We started calling him inconceivable. That makes sense. I can't remember, Yeah, I can't remember if it was you who said that or Havlin, but I feel like it was you. I just refer to him as Wallace Shawn in this
0: entire <laughs> set of notes for this recap. Yeah, um, it's Wallace Shawn. It's Wallace Shawn. He's great. Of the Princess Bride. Of the Princess Bride, of Clueless, of countless other incredible mm-hmm. films and television appearances. Um, mm-hmm. So, guess who else is in this meeting? It's Jenny. Um, <laughs> wow, Tina is quite surprised as you can imagine and also surprised to find that her own boss doesn't know her job title <laughs> which I found to be very disrespectful and I don't like Aaron. it was yeah um so basically here's what had happened Jenny went to Tulum on her um route. as Williams guest and Correct. she did an entire rewrite of a feature script on spec and now everyone loves her and yeah. William's going to finance their next three films. So Jenny gets to do whatever she wants, which includes directing the film.
1: Also, Jenny and William swam with dolphins and also Aaron loved the manatee scene. Aaron the
0: loved the manatee scene. And he also loved the scene at the party where Nina hits on Jesse. He gets, he, he like shouts. He's like so excited about this scene. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Tina he knows that. he said last season that he is, we know that he knows that mm-hmm. Nina is Tina. So he's just mm-hmm. being like an extra asshole in this yeah. moment. And Aaron's just sucking up to the both of them. And Tina yeah. like is it's rolling like, her what? eyes, is, which is very funny. And she clearly wants to disappear. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know who I loved this episode? Who? Tina? Is it Tina? Me too. Tina. I I like I don't know what's going on with her, but I, I was don't like
0: no. But
1: like I really enjoyed
0: tina yeah. she was one of the few characters i had no problems with this episode
1: <laughs> yeah it was
0: shocking quite shocking she also looked very good yeah she everybody, looked everybody looked really good in this episode yeah. but like she really, tina, really yeah great. she looked really great yeah. i was like good for you tina i really want you to quit this job and go work at a different studio yeah
1: yeah
0: um so jenny has assistant. jenny now has an assistant and she shows up with sounder fresh from the groomer uh-huh. Um, Mm -hmm. but the groomer didn't have the orange bows and, um, Jenny hates her assistant and is really mean to her and it's gross.
1: Yeah. I don't like that. No. And that's only going to get worse. Yes, it is. Speaking of the color orange, which okay. we talked about later because of orange is the new black and prison. And then we talked about just now because of the bows for the dog. Sure. Joyce's sheets are a little bit orange, I think. Wow. That was a really good <laughs> segue. <laughs> you really you so you really
0: brought it back around in <sighs> such an eloquent way.
1: Uh, so Joyce and Phyllis are, are lovemaking and um, just ha- they just had the just, best time. Just doing some cuddles. Yeah, just really lavishing in the the and the afterglow. The
0: afterglow. Yes. And I guess tomorrow is Phyllis's coming out party, which yeah. is not a real thing, but Joyce is no. throwing her a party. Okay. I mean, yeah. look, I love a party. I especially mm-hmm. love them now when I'm not allowed to leave my own home. Yeah. So, I I understand wanting to throw a, a gathering Absolutely. of friends. Yeah. Joyce also wants them to move in together. Yeah. And sure. Phyllis impresses her with her use of the term you all. <laughs> Where did you pick that up?
1: <laughs> Who cares? Blah, blah, blah. Then we have a really weird scene. Um, so yeah. we go, we're over back at the lot, the Shane, the Shenny Bettina lot yeah. of, of the set. And um, Shane is drinking beer on the porch. Bette comes home and Bet's like, what's up? And Shane is like, Paige won't answer the door. Um, and it's like, uh, right. Like, what? Of course not. Also, did you you
0: already had time to tell Bet what happened? Yeah, and Shane, and then she's like, "I just don't want Shay to find out." Like, how? Like, what? What? Are, do you have some sort of
1: like communication link to Shay that we don't know about? <laughs> yeah, like, like none of this makes sense, and none and of this is Shane, real. <laughs> like everything, every way that Shane acts about this relationship is so inconsistent. Every mm-hmm. scene is wrong in a new way, and this scene mm-hmm. is wrong, in that like. Shane would know that, of course. I mean, Shane was obviously trying to self sabotage. If we're going to buy that scene, we can't yeah. buy this scene, right? Because exactly. this, like, you know what I mean, doesn't work. She, she's acting
0: like she doesn't understand why right. Paige won't talk to her. Like, of course, when you like, and, like went out of your way to call Shay, right? Like, wait, she, Paige is just like emailing Shay.
1: Yeah, probably has like a
0: great relationship with him.
1: Yeah, just so you know, I love getting emails like that. Just so you know, your friend cheated on me. And blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, whoa. Okay.
0: Um, I don't want Shay to get that email. I
1: don't want him to be involved in this. I don't want anyone to ever get any emails. Yeah. Unless they say donation received from email address. And then I know that we got a donation to our fundraiser, which you should donate to. Love you. Okay. That was well done. Um, Then Jenny shows up and (laughs) Shane says, you look like a crepe. Mm. (laughs) Which she does. Yeah. (laughs) And they're so loving. And Bet tries to escape, but Shane will not let her. <laughs> yeah. And, and they're listening to be friends. This cute little like, Bet, I want you to meet
0: Jenny. Please be friends. Yeah. And Bet's like, nah, we'll see. <laughs> Which was great.
1: <laughs> no. Then it's the next morning. The lighting Whoa, is beautiful. Ahead. The beautiful birds morning. are chirping. The sun is in the sky of the set. And the birds <laughs> are landing in the trees and the trees are growing and the world is changing. Wow. And Jenny would like Marissa to pick up her dry cleaning. It's it's sort of like this Devil Wears Prada thing that they're doing, I think.
0: Yes. Jenny went, she floated away to Mexico, wrote a screenplay,
1: came back,
0: and is now very mean to people. Everyone, but especially to her assistant, Marissa. Mm -hmm. Um, She's like, I never said this was a five days a week job because apparently today is Saturday. Or tomorrow is Saturday. I lost the plot on this one. I never know what day or time it is in real life. Why would I know what time is happening on the show? (laughs) Um, and then Tina shows up and she's got coffees and croissants. And Jenny is like aghast at the thought that Tina would make her eat a croissant. Like, how dare you? And I was like, I'll take them
1: on brand for Jenny. Like they could not be more on brand. Jenny's whole personality screams. I want a croissant. Yes. And also just take one and eat it or pretend to eat it. Chew on it and then spit out in your napkin. But the whole Jenny's whole thing here is just like being
0: horrible and condescending to Tina. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's just sort of what happens. Tina yeah. is like, I'm here. Notes. I've got notes on the script, and Jenny's like, y- No, mornings are my time to write. Yeah. Uh. And then Jenny just kind of lays into Tina and tells her that she's never been treated as badly as she was treated by Tina
1: when so she so was fired. Did that from remind the show. you of when she said that? I was like, That is the exact same thing that Donald Trump says all the time. Like, all I feel like the time. Every day, he's like, I've never been treated so poorly.
0: Basically. Jenny is like the, in the Donald Trump playbook in this episode, which is not something yes. I wanted to say, but you know what? No,
1: it's so weird. I, I it. hate it. I hate it. I mean, I get it. It's funny. Like it's funny. This felt improvised, like the sticky notes thing. Cause also they didn't really make sense. Like why are sticky notes worse than notes? But like, I felt like, I felt yeah. like it was sort of like supposed to be funny and it was kind of funny, but it doesn't really make sense. No. And Jenny says that Tina
0: was trying to get ahead by using her creation Man, the ego on display here is, like, truly maddening. Um, Mm -hmm. Is this now a good time to talk about the film industry and how Jenny doesn't understand it? And should... I? Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: It is very, very, very difficult to get hired to direct something, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: period. Um, (laughs) You have to do so many meetings and so many pitches and put together so many... Documents and lookbooks and pitch decks, and you do this all for free in the Mm -hmm. hopes that you get selected to direct the project. Hiring someone with no directing experience of any kind is basically unheard of. So, the fact that she honestly, one of the most unbelievable things about this show is that Jenny gets hired to direct her own film. That is bonkers. And now, the fact that she is trying to tell Tina that she will refuses to t- take notes from an executive because she doesn't understand writing or how to be creative um is ridiculous that is yeah. like this is the studio system
1: yeah so if tina you're going to p- doing her job
0: tina's literally doing her job and is uh, trying to like make nice with jenny because she knows they have to work together and yeah. she just wants it to be a success and i really kind of feel for tina here and i just want to punch jenny in the face
1: yeah from what we've seen of the screenplay so far it's bad so Very bad. Um I think that probably Tina had some valuable notes because she has lots of experience. She made magical mm-hmm. enchanted forest, forest trees. and She inspired uh, Michelle Gondry or whatever. Yes, and, and, and Sophia and Coppola. Sophia She's Coppola. Sophia Coppola's best friend and she yeah. she invented virgin suicides. So she yeah. basically she, made it herself yeah she did like she won 10 25 oscars like tina Sophia Kennard. coppola
0: we all remember
1: Sophia yeah. coppola in the
0: magazines in the interviews on stage uh-huh. whatever accepting awards and thanking tina Kennard. we all remember yeah this.
1: every time every, every time single she was time. like sometimes she just sometimes she'd thank her twice like she'd forget she'd thank she'd her once again and she'd thank her she'd another time her already. End. exactly yeah so this is like a big obsession everybody knows this and then here's jenny in her kitchen just storming saying, this in. Is her time to write yeah okay well Please. whatever learn to write Jenny. other times of the day also i <laughs> yeah. can only write at night so i understand also <laughs> um eat a croissant <laughs> speaking I'll of eat eating a croissant god speaking of
0: eating helena <laughs> is attempting to eat food in her cell and spits it
1: out very dramatically dusty's like i will take it i will eat it yes good for um, dusty good for dusty dusty's hungry you know and then um helena says that she's against killing yes she does very strange so yeah so basically yeah yeah you know it's,
0: it's exactly what you expect from former rich lady helena peabody going to prison right it's uh yeah. you know it's, it's as you
1: may have seen on orange is the new black in which a um, well-off white lady went to prison exactly
0: so we're, then we are back at beth's house tina is in the cool. pool with angie right. and jealous there's so many scenes of people in pools in this episode. Oh, I'm like dying. For sure. It's, it's so rude yeah, to the audience. Rude. Again, specifically yeah.
1: us. Don't put a, don't put a pool in an episode of a program that we're going to talk about like 10, 12 years later on a podcast during a national pan international pandemic when we can't go to the pool and exactly. just put it in front of our faces without an invite. How, Eileen how Shaken you? to your private you? pool that I know you have because I know you're rich. <laughs> I know you have a pool and you haven't invited me to it. And if anyone listening to this knows Eileen shaken, please tell her I want to come to her pool and I deserve it. Perfect. Anyway, Tina so gets Angie goes, to
0: bet. Bet goes to put Angie down for her nap. And mm-hmm. just Tina decides to do a little uh, topless little floaty tanning in the pool. Yeah, a little topless. And they play this sort of like corny oh, porn my sexy God. music. This is like a saxophone out of like Who Framed uh-huh. Roger Rabbit. Like when yeah. like, Jessica Rabbit walks into the detective office. Like that's yeah. literally the music that's playing. It's quite cartoonish.
1: Yeah, I do feel like tonally season five is very consistent within itself. Like it's it's like a little bit campier. Like it's a little yeah. high, high camp, but also like a little more grounded i'd say than like a lot of season forest camp was mm-hmm. but it's like they're definitely it's more fun it's playful yeah 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 it's definitely
0: playful look i'm all here i'm always here for the show being campier so i'm yeah. i'm excited for how ridiculous some of this stuff is but it kind of doesn't really sync up with anything that's happened outside of the season which is fun yeah no. um so bet comes that back is outside
1: <laughs> she's trying to act normal and failing uh-huh She's like basically trying to find out if (laughs) Tina and Kate have had sex in what positions, at what time, how many times, how big her boobs are, who was on top, who did (laughs) what, who did she use two fingers or her fist. You know, like she wants to know everything. She wants Um, every detail. So what are you doing for sex? What? Which is
0: (laughs) the funniest question. Like the phrasing of it is ridiculous.
1: Tina delivers a Mm. sick burn you know, it's not like I didn't go for months at a time without
0: having sex when we were together. I've got to go. I have to go visit Helena. Ouch! Such a sick burn. Like, rub some aloe on that sick burn bed. <laughs> I have an aloe plant. Oh, that's great. I have I have some aloe in a little uh, like a little bottle that I oh, that's um, nice. that I can use if I get a burn or I'm really mm. itchy.
1: I just bought it recently um, for my room that I spend a lot of time in alone. So, um, well, okay, then um, we're going back. We're going back to
0: to prison. prison. We are once again (laughs) walking down a hallway full of other inmates to get to the room where you... Visit people, which doesn't. This isn't, what is the layout this of this how it building? Happens. This doesn't. Yeah, you have to sense. go in,
1: and then they search you. It's a whole thing. But there's this, no, there's no universe in which visitors to a prison actually walk through the prison on their way to the visitors' room. That's never. That doesn't. That's not in juvenile center. It's not nowhere. No, no. But it um gives Shane the opportunity to, to flirt with an, flirt, an inmate. flirt with all the inmates <laughs> in a
0: way that we've never seen her flirt. Like she, we've talked about this before. She is yeah. like this, like aloof person who's always kind of waiting for women to come to her. And in this episode, she does the complete opposite and is very interesting or straight. I don't really know how I feel about it. But yeah, um, it was sort of funny, I guess. Um, Yeah, it was funny. It's so we've got Tina, Alice and Shane going to see Helena and um, Alice and Shane have two things they would like Tina to do. Number one, stop hanging out with Bet so much. And number two, don't go back to dating men. Wow. Great. Uh, So they go and sit with Helena Um, And Helena just wants to know if anyone's gotten in touch with her mother. And no, uh, she has not returned anyone's calls. Helena, you're on your own. Uh, Helena is very unhappy and will not tell anyone what she did with the money.
1: Yeah, that's weird, too. But this was a funny scene. It was a it very was. funny like friendship scene. They're like, you yeah. need to lay low. You need to let people know you're not afraid. You need to get a family and get yourself a daddy. It's just like it's a very funny, like yeah. it's a fun little, it's a fun little thing. They're having fun in prison. Ah, oh, so fun. You know, what we'll fun, fun. What a fun fun. What a fun way We can find it. You know? uh,
0: they Of course, we have to do the classic prison scene joke <laughs> about dropping the soap, which is yeah. so great and not at all dumb or boring or uh rote or uh offensive so that's great she says that she thinks her cellmate is a psychopath who's going to murder her
1: what's the evidence of this
0: zero no. evidence of this um here's helena. what i think
1: about her my i think all she knows so far is that her cellmate is um hot yeah exactly so yes she is get your assumptions out of here helena it's very rude yeah Also, you both know Dana, so that's something you could have been talking about. Yeah, you you could have
0: been talking about Dana, but unfortunately no one on the show remembers that there was a person in their lives named Dana. Then we jump to a very brief shot at the planet where Phyllis and Joyce are celebrating at the party, and then we go right back to Alice's apartment, Mm -hmm. where Shane is trying to get Alice to rally and go to the planet for Phyllis's party, but Alice is very distraught because she is watching the news about all caps – War in Iraq.
1: <laughs> yeah, breaking on news, channel. there is a war. It's our favorite channel, news channel. News channel. <laughs> um, and the, the, little, the little thing in the bottom reads, war in Iraq. And it is going to say the exact same thing in a scene
0: later. Yeah. That's all it says. Breaking, yeah. not even breaking. I wish mm-hmm. it had said breaking war in Iraq. Like it had yeah. just happened.
1: Yeah, but no, they're, um, war they're really, yeah, war in Iraq. And uh, so Alice hasn't gotten a call. Um, no from Tasha she is worried about Tasha so Um, Shane's like let's do shots and I'm like yeah that's a good idea Shane you're a great friend great friend and then they go to the coming out party yes um so there's two basic plots in this one is that there's so there's like Shane Alice and Tina they are trying to find Tina a girl and then Mm -hmm. the other plot is like sort of Phyllis interacting with all of the like women of all the queer women of academia lesbians of academia as calls them, who have had their eye on her for a while who have all gathered at this party to celebrate that phyllis is a lesbian and i actually not a real thing this this honestly reminded me of how my mom and her like lesbian friends talk about stuff
0: oh my god that's amazing it really did
1: you know like like oh yeah Uh, we had our eye on her like i totally can hear yeah love you mom hope you're not listening though because that'd be weird oh my god um, does your mom listen to this no, I don't think so. I don't think she listened. I don't think she's ever listened to a podcast. My mom semi recently got into
0: podcasts, um, and I have not mentioned the existence of this podcast <laughs> to her. And I hope, I pray, that she doesn't find it. Although she did start an Instagram account and is following me, so it's only a matter of time before yeah. my whole world comes crashing down.
1: My mom did that to me several years ago, and I've been upset at her ever since. <sighs> so basically, so the Tina, the Tina thing—they're like. The Tina the Tina plot is cute I think. Yeah. It's like
0: more cute like friendship moments, you know? Like they're yeah. they're trying to find, they're looking at all the girls,
1: all the ladies and like, Tina, you should go talk to her and yeah. blah blah blah. Jenny shows up, she tells her assistant to like turn her office into a rainbow. It doesn't make sense. And no. then um Shane and Jenny unite in a very touchy way because of Sheni seeds mm-hmm. and um Shane asks Jenny to be nice to Tina. Um, and then Marissa quits because she wants to go to church. Yes. and Take her to church. That's I think it's wants. really good that Marissa quit because this was not a
0: healthy work environment for Marissa. Jenny then says to absolutely no one, which <laughs> is actually very funny, you have missed yeah. the opportunity of a lifetime, Marissa.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes, she you have. She has another assistant. Mm-hmm. So then
0: there is... A woman that everyone's scoping out on Tina's behalf. And Shane's like, Mm -hmm. I'll handle this. So she goes over to say hi to Joyce and Phyllis. And then they introduce her to all the academia lesbians. Mm -hmm. Um, And the woman that Tina was looking at is named Andrea. And Shane uses a terrible pickup line. I'm sure you get this all the time. So this isn't really original, but um, you really do have beautiful eyes. (laughs)
1: It's
0: true. Thank you. You're welcome.
1: Okay. Is it, um, do you have any of
0: those sweet little figs? No, that would have been a good pickup line. <laughs> she like comments on her
1: eyes. Oh, yeah. That was so, I'm sure you get this all the time. Yes. All this of, is, and also, this is not the lead up to to try to hook no, her up with your friend. So obviously, it doesn't work. Like she says, my friend wants to talk to you and it doesn't work because she wants to talk to Shane because everyone wants to talk to Shane. But you know who else wants to talk to Shane? Paige. Yep. Because Paige is, is also here now. Present at the party. She Shade just rolling through town. Yeah. yeah, she uh, shows up and is like, I just have one question. Why did you ask us to move in with you? And you know what? That's
0: a really good question.
1: Yeah. Because this and was all, if you recall, an answer.
0: if you recall, this was all Shane's idea from last season. And if I remember our conversation about it correctly, Reese, I think we said that it seemed like Paige didn't want to do this at all. Yeah, And she just was sort of going along with it because Shane seemed very, very, very passionate about wanting them to all get a place together.
1: Yeah. I think it's really cool when partners like really press hard for you to enter a certain living situation with them mm-hmm. and then they decide they don't want it anymore because, um, for whatever reason. And then, and then you, uh, are stuck with trying to figure out what the fuck to do with yourself now that, uh, all of this apartment nonsense or house nonsense has happened. I think that's really great when people do that. It's, and I'm really happy for both of them.
0: Really, yeah. Shane's real shitty in this whole situation. Yeah. <laughs>
1: She's like, she's like, I thought it would be good for us. And then she's like, why'd you say Shay's coming back? And I'm like, yeah, good question.
0: Another, another, again, a great question, Paige. Paige is full of good questions
1: here. <laughs> Unanswered. Actually, Paige is killing it in the scene. Yeah. She, and she's like, I know you have a problem. I'm like, and Shane's like, yeah. Okay. And then she's like, but I could live with it. It's just sex. It's just sex. And then she's like, no, you deserve someone who loves only you and you alone. What? I, what's happening? What?
0: None of this makes sense. Why can no one acknowledge that being open or being poly is a thing?
1: Yeah, but also, that. Shane, and then there's also like, what is what is this conversation? Yeah, you know, also what?
0: Like, yeah, she, Shane just like led her into a situation that she wanted no part in, and is now just uh-huh. like abandoning it in a like yeah. very very weird way,
1: right? And also like, it's not for Shane to decide what kind of relationship. Um, Paige wants to be in. Uh, yeah, very much makes so. Sense. Anyway, none of this makes sense. The whole conversation doesn't make sense. And then uh, Paige just uh, walks right out of the show. Yep. Bye, Paige. It was it was nice to have you around. I'm sorry that sure Shane was. was shitty to you. Yeah, sorry about that. Well, that's that. Sorry, well, Jared. Jared is similar to me and Carly at this time because I don't think Jared has a pool and neither do we. Oh. Uh,
0: God, I totally feel for Jared in the scene with his
1: lack of a pool now. So, Beth um, is like sitting with Tina,
0: very yep. close to Tina. They are can- I would describe it as canoodling.
1: I wrote down canoodling. Oh, of course, you did. I wrote Beth is canoodling yes. with Tina. Absolutely. <laughs> um,
0: so, <laughs> guess who's here? It's Jody. Hi, Jody. It's Jody,
1: she's um, in town. is back around, and it's Jody. <laughs>
0: I'm pleased to announce that yes. in the wide shot where we see Jody enter the planet, we can mm-hmm. see that their menus do not use the papyrus font anymore. <laughs> and I would just like to congratulate the planet on getting new menus that don't use the papyrus font. This Good means, job, everybody. Yeah. Great work, everyone. Really, really excited about the new menus. Um, Me too. Yeah. Hope Angus wasn't the one that installed those because no. I, so then Jenny goes and sits with Tina and Alice, and Tina watches Bet and Jody, and Tina gets sad. Yeah, and then suddenly everyone is all together. Bet and Jody yeah. walk over. Shane is now here. Uh, Phyllis is thrilled to see Jody because she needs some advice. She does not want to settle down with Joyce because it's just like what she did with Leonard twenty some odd years ago. And I'm really like impressed with Phyllis's like emotional maturity and her like wherewithal to be very like. I feel like people could easily get swept up in that. Mm -hmm. And
1: I'm really proud of her for not doing that. I think the other thing is that Phyllis wants to bone all of the other women of academia. Yes. And so she's like surrounded by all of these like (laughs) Nobel Prize winners. And she's like, yeah, I could hit that. But I can't if I move in with Joyce. And now she doesn't know what to do. Did you know that on our podcast page and it lists like all of our hosts, like it says like our names, like on the, on iTunes or whatever, like it has like our names, like Marie Bernard, Carly Houston, or Bernard. and then it has like some people like El Sanchez, like it has their names and a little mm. thing. It also has Joyce Wishnia as one of the names of someone who's been on our podcast. And I'm like, she's not real. Wait, but or what we if should. we interviewed Joyce Wishnia for this podcast? <laughs> oh my God, we should. Let's I would love Joyce that. on. I need season
0: specifically season. the character of Joyce wishing to be interviewed. Yeah. So then uh, Joyce comes over and they're going to toast to Phyllis, and Alice calls Joyce sloppy seconds.
1: Yeah, that was gross. Gross and <sighs> unnecessary. And little does she know that um, Phyllis wants Taffy t- thirds with someone else. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing I'm getting you back. Just said. I'm getting back sense. in the habit. I'm getting <laughs> back in the habit. You know, what is there a thirds? There's no thirds. Is there? No. Okay. Thruple, thruple, thirds. Make sure <laughs> It's the year the thruple. It's the year the thruple. Everybody, will tell that to the show.
0: They don't know. Yeah, they don't
1: know. They don't know. Um. So then Ben we're and Jody Jody's. arrive at Jody's loft. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Where? What? Okay. I guess she should have gotten some of the to sublet that show while She was out of town. I hope. Well, I think it's.
0: Good... Is it the same space she was staying in before, or is it new? Because Bet set it up for her. I thought it was like she got a new place, and oh, Bet like I set it up or something. I don't know. There's I think no. Was just trying to
1: set up. Bet was trying to set up for Jody because she said earlier she wanted to like get ready, like set something right. up for Jody. So I think she wanted to sort of like set up like a nice like little dinner with like she has like cheese and fruit out and like I assume there's wine and like she wanted to have like a nice little like, like, hey, you're back. Like, let's have this little one on one intimate time together. Um, and Jody is mad about it. Well, no, Jody's like I wanted to set this is my space. I wanted to set it up how I
0: want to set it up. So I think that Bet like decorated the space. That was my reading on that read on this was that oh. Bette, like that like Jody didn't I think when Jody left she didn't like still have a place in LA maybe and so she had to get one and then maybe bet helped her and then also like decorated the entire thing that's how i read it
1: oh i thought she adjusted up cuz she cuz because early in the episode she said she wanted to set up a thing for Jody, so i thought that hmm. she meant like she was just going there to set up a like her little her little like wine and cheese thing for Jody. cuz then there's basically moment, we don't know what's happening here <laughs> yeah so that's my interpretation and then there's this moment where bet bet's like i don't know what to do you know and right. i felt that like that feeling of like when you are with someone and like you have a thing you're doing like that you're really excited about like we're gonna have a great valentine's day we're gonna have a great trip and then the moment when you realize it's not working Mm -hmm. like and you're like oh fuck like this thing i don't have a backup plan (laughs) for so long like that we put all this positive energy towards is immediately Mm -hmm. falling apart like Mm -hmm. now what the fuck do we do um well you know what the fuck we're gonna do here is that they're
0: gonna do it (laughs) <laughs> Jody says, I'm going to take control of you. And then she blindfolds Bet, and yeah. Bet is now unwittingly in a top-off.
1: <laughs> yeah. And uh, she's losing. Oh, she loses bad.
0: Yeah. Uh, in this corner, we have... <laughs> no, I don't need to do the whole top-off intro for this, I don't think. I don't think it really merits yeah. it. But this is a great scene.
1: It is a great scene. And I think that um, Bet's boobs look great, I wrote down. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and also we reenacted this scene for a video wow i do not remember that i blindfolded haviland and then i tried and then i handcuffed her (laughs) i don't remember that at all oh my god
0: that's so funny
1: and i said now you cannot be with tina anymore (laughs) because i was jody i bind you nancy (laughs) yeah i bind you yeah exactly i bind you against doing harm to others and to yourself i bind you against trying to get back together with tina yeah um, so anyway, things are working out great for Ben and Jody already. Yep. And things are working out great for us because
0: that's a great scene. And also we have a top off in the first episode of, of season yeah. five, which is just Yeah, it's a very hot, sexy scene. Very good.
1: And then we go then we go to
0: honestly this is so funny. <laughs> Shane and her little Jeep come like screeching into a parking lot and the camera turns around and we see that Wax is completely engulfed in flames. So let's, for one last time, <laughs> in tribute to Wax. <laughs> that was the sound of the explosion when it caught on fire. Oops. Also, the music in the background of this is absolutely the same <laughs> guitar riff that I've been doing. It's. I just okay. knew. Oh, really? No, of course not. But it just is <laughs> very much like that, like type of music. It's. They, yeah. The you know the show knows that Wax has a song, and that's the song yeah. for Wax. Yeah, so there's an know. investigator, and he's like, probably this was arson. Can you think of anyone, maybe a disgruntled employee, or an enemy, or someone you've, you're have you pissed off lately, or something like yeah. that? And Shane lies and says she has no idea who could
1: have done this, which right.
0: um, I'm really happy uh, that she did not turn page in, personally. Yeah,
1: I just love more yeah. arson on the show. And arson arson. Arson arson. I love arson arson, and I think that this is again another, another look at, like, this is a healthy les- uh, lesbian breakup. You... Screw the realtor on yes. in the apartment that you're showing to your girlfriend and her son, and then you the girlfriend then lights your p- place of work on fire. Not just
0: not just the girlfriend and the son, but the room that the son's gonna live in. I mean, yeah, that's just yeah.
1: really yeah, great. you're uh, yeah, you're fucking an extra on the floor of the son's room. Two G best apartment in the unit, and then she burns down your business of wax and that's all that's all that's it. This is the, the that's sad the end of the, wax the wax outro is <laughs> where will everybody find vests to gig
0: in god they're gonna they're not gonna be able to find guests vest guests wow uh, guests just fucking <laughs> put <laughs> me, put me out of my misery world.
1: where are all the children gonna skate where are they gonna get haircuts she, where is shake? how milkshakes what about you know who probably <laughs> did this remember that assistant who didn't want to do anything oh yeah it was definitely her <laughs> what was her name I feel like it was Marissa I
0: feel like it was Carla and I don't think either of those are correct I know it's not Marissa because Marissa's well, Jenny's oh, you whatever.
1: all know who we're talking about and Ugh. that guy who owned it Chaz or something yes <laughs> Chaz well hope they get have insurance Man, I really hope they have insurance. I hope, actually, you know, what I really hope. I hope they never address it until uh, some post-show videos two years later. I Feel like that's that sounds so realistic. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: All right, so we go to our last scene of the episode. Alice is still watching the news about war in Iraq. It still yeah, says, which, by war the way, in Iraq. bad
1: show. It, okay, I just want to say that if I was dating someone who was in the military. I would have to very actively in order to not like feel insane. Like if I was watching the news. news. Yes. Because the more I watched it, the more I'd be like, why are you a part of this? Yeah. Yeah. You know, but Alice is uh, taking
0: a different approach. Yeah. Going whole hog with the war. Um, Whole hog. War in Iraq, all caps, uh slower third. Uh, Then there's a knock at the door and Alice hilariously does this (laughs) fake deep voice and is like, who is it? (laughs) <laughs> which I thought was very funny, and oh my god, you guys, it's Tasha! It's Tasha! Oh my god, Tasha and Alice open the door. Didn't leave. She's back. Ugh.
1: And then they start making out, and Alice goes, "Oh my soldier's home." <laughs> uh, and and they they is this a hot? It's a hot scene. Yeah, these are two attractive women, and they're having a nice time good on for the floor. Them. I literally wrote "good for them." Is the last <laughs> thing in my recap. I wrote, why the war is on in the background, question mark. Like she did, the TV's still on. If there's one thing
0: I love to have playing in the background when I'm having sex, it's the news. It's news.
1: Yeah. The news. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. News channel. The news channel. Yeah. News one. News. That's where I get all my news.
0: No. Oh, New York one. Oh, New York. New oh, that's Wonder a place. Never we'll go anywhere. Never again. go again. Because <laughs> yeah. we can't get on airplanes. <laughs> we're well, doing great and that's the episode that's the episode that's the episode we did it look at us we're back in the habit back in the habit again we didn't have a guest this time no but we have all sorts of exciting guests coming up this season yeah. um that you're gonna love carly yeah reese <laughs> Uh, did you enjoy the episode? I did. It was fine. I didn't yeah. hate it. Yeah, it was fine. Mm. There were some cute moments. Yeah. Um, I know it's not my favorite of, of season five. Uh, no. It's probably one of the weakest episodes of season five. So we only only way from here is up,
1: which is great. What about you? Yeah. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it most of the time. I think Shane's character made no sense to me. The Jenny stuff is annoying, but I understand where it's going. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I just general the rampant transphobia as
0: usual at least they kept it to Seriously. one scene this time uh-huh. instead of multiple scenes and uh max was allowed to interact with other people actually on the show
1: yeah so, that was neat for him
0: real a real improvement for max
1: mm-hmm. what happened to grace we'll never know uh what? but I, I hope she still has her website page. I hope she's still kicking <laughs> she's still exactly, exactly. literally kicking Do, literally, literally doing kicks
0: kicking. and being photographed doing the kicks
1: i i but, and I, you know, the other thing I liked is that they didn't introduce any new characters. Like we're, we're sticking with our, with our core group. Yes. You know, for now and for now. Yeah. And that's good. That's good. We love it. So, um, yeah, I would say on a scale of one to 10, it was fine. On a scale of one to 10, it was okay. Yeah. No, yeah. It was fine. And, uh, yeah, I look forward to future episodes of the program. Absolutely. Here's a reminder. I know it's annoying, but every year we're going to have to have two fundraisers or one fundraiser. It depends on how much ad revenue we make in order to stay afloat and have our nice budget where people get paid a normal amount of money. And so we're having our second fundraiser and we would love, love if you could just toss a little bit of money in there to help us out because each of these episodes costs $500 to make. And we also um, are going to start transcribing all of them for you. And that's going to be more money. And so we really could use um, the support if you like the podcast. It would be great. And I would like to tell you about some people who donated to our last fundraiser. Oh, heck yeah. Who we really love. Who left us
0: really cute messages. These are so cute. This like brightened my day.
1: (laughs) You guys are so funny. Oh my God. (sighs) I know. Isn't this so lovely? All right. We're going to name some people who donated last time we're going to thank them one by one could that one of these people be you maybe number one i would like to thank caitlin lane uh we would like to thank samantha apple thank you anastasia say switch thank you brianne
0: pashley thank you laura del home thank you zoe knox thank you clara lortet and you know who else? <laughs> thank you, Leah Daly. Thank you, Rochelle Butler. And thank you, Gabriella Larios Thank you, Liz Ludadio. Thank you, Kathy Messier. Thank you, Emiratlia. And a big thanks to you, Indre McGinn. And a big thanks to you, Mary Egan. Hey, Kelby Cowan, thank you. Milo Inglehart, thank you. Eleanor Main, huge thanks to you. Finn Thank you. Catherine Geringer. Thank you so much. Hannah Ain. Thank you so much. Thank you, Matilda
1: Spivy. (laughs) Um, And thank you, Emily Wolfson. And also, while we're talking about thanks, thank you to Courtney Luca. And also, I want to just mention really fast, like thank you to
0: Nicola Carpenter. Brilliant. Thank you all so much. And if you are able, please donate to the new Auto Shuttle fundraiser that is going on right now. Yes. You can follow this podcast on Twitter and Instagram at ToEllenBack. You can also email us to ellenbackcast at gmail.com. We've also got a hotline, 971-217-6130. You can call us, leave a message. Uh, You could also buy some merch. Go to store.autostraddle.com. Get some merch. We've got stickers. We've got shirts. uh, We've got all the other wonderful things on the Autostraddle store that are not specific to this podcast. Our theme song is by B. Steadwell. Our logo is by Kara Sykes. And this podcast is produced and edited by Lauren Klein. You can find me at Carlytron. You can find Reese at AutoWin. You can find AutoStraddle
1: at AutoStraddle. AutoStraddle.com. AutoStraddle.com. That's Carol Straddle. That's the website. Carol Straddle. Carol Straddle. CarolStraddle.com. Also, thank you to everyone who leaves us nice reviews. It really makes me happy. Okay. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay. One... Two,
0: three. Letty. What would you say? I said Letty, which is the character that Michelle Rodriguez uh, plays in the Fast and Furious movies.
1: I said Lewis. Um, that's my brother's name. He recently had a human baby. Oh, my God. A human baby? Yeah. congratulations. Full, like, full human.
0: It, it, but she's very small. Well, that's the thing with human babies. When yeah. the humans are created, they're smaller and then they get bigger i i read that yeah. somewhere
1: i would love to meet her but i'm terrified of airplanes um because yeah. i feel like they're just a big disease disease con, uh container, container. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i don't know capsule. how that's gonna work out nope um, that sucks but i would like to see her yeah like, like to see yeah. her be nice to thinking about that a little visit bit family yeah someday well
0: oh, yeah, well one day someday
1: but it's fine I like seeing seeing the same same people over and over again I think I like never leaving
0: my house it's great (laughs) for my brain (laughs) yeah we're doing we're doing great we're clearly in a really good shape both of
1: us
0: (laughs) (laughs) thank you all for listening we are back to our usual weekly schedule so we will see you back here next week uh yeah Yeah. Bye. Bye.